You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bilingual American history podcast where each week I, Senor Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to mi amigo. Uh, Gareth Reynolds, who has uh, no uh, idea what the topic will be about. <laughs> Lo siento about that part. What was... I was hoping it was one of those things where the Spanish would kind of come to me and... Uh, I don't think that's how languages work. I don't think they just come to I will. You know I will I mean? tell you from uh, previous experience that that's not how it works. I just actually went through a situation where I was trying to do a podcast intro and I was thinking that it was going to come to me and it just wouldn't. So, yeah, it's... it's it Truly, you got to... And I think this is for everybody, especially the kids. You got to put the work in. If you're going to get the... Uh, the l- it, another language learning? Exactly. There's, learning is a key part of it, I think, is what uh, we're both kind of saying. And that's a message from the podcast. That's, uh, we are know, united on that. Me. All right. That's just we're my not, message. We're not united. <clears throat> my understanding of languages is it takes years to learn them. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that's we're both... Yes. So that is the but, message from the show. But let's just understand that what you did right here was hoping that another language would come to you if you just thought about it and tried. It... I think that's going to be great for our lessons to say, don't waste your time in that department. This was a very, it was a terrible experiment. Uh, Yo soy un tortuga. Uh, No, no entiendo. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. (laughs) My name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. (laughs) My room's a place. Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. (laughs) No sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Action partner. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. May 1894. Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sure. Otto Wood was born in eastern Wilkes County, North Carolina. Okay. Otto Wood. Uh, The midwife who delivered him saw a problem with his feet and put splints on them, quote, to prevent them from turning inward. Right away? Do you splint a baby? He came out. You got baby splints? Out. Yeah, he came out and he had to get splints on immediately. Yeah, I think you splint a baby. I don't know. I've never had to. I, I'm not around a lot of babies coming out, but uh, it sounds like it's, a thing. A midwife. I trust a midwife over. I trust a know, midwife, anybody. but it's yeah, but it's also just like right. I mean, like babies come out looking contorted and crazy right away. I mean, I'd be splinting them all. Well, but you're used to how like you, a baby comes out. You're like, God, that's horrible, and. and but that's how they're supposed to look. But then there's right. ones that come out and they look like normal, horrible baby. But then also they have a turned foot or something. And you're like, oh, that should be facing the other way. I think what we've learned so far, you better midwife than me. Seems yep. like I'm a bit of yep. a panicker. You're, uh, you get it. I get it. I get nice. it. Baby nice. comes out. You wipe the baby off. Then you go grab the hose from the yard. You just spray down the whole area. And it, uh, You know what? It's part of a new show we should pitch soon called Mid Dave. Yep. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm here for baby uh, baby delivery advice. I I always have been. I didn't know if people knew that, but I'm thinking about doing a YouTube show about that. Do not. <clears throat> uh his left foot was clubbed still uh after even after a splint. He would always have a limp. Okay. 
His family, uh, farmers. When he was six, he was listed on the census as Otto, A-U-T-O. I assume someone did not <laughs> know how to spell Wow. I, his dad's a Chevy. <laughs> Better than a Ford, tell you uh, that. Also, Otto Wood. It's a machine wood. He's machine wood. He's a motor log. Motor you boy. call him mo- he's motor log boy. Uh, the spelling would obviously change as he got older. Now his mom, Ellen, had seven kids, four of who uh, survived past the kid part. Pretty good. His father died when he was four, as is of standard. Course. Yep. <laughs> well, that's the downside to having four of your siblings, four of your children live. The husband's for sure gone. Yeah, it's like just the odds. The odds are just not in your favor. Uh, in 1910, he was living in Antioch, North Carolina with his family. And at seven, Otto went to school. He did not like school. Okay. Uh, school's not well-funded at the time and still. Sure. One nearby school was described by a North Carolina historian, quote, a roaring fire was of little help because the door had to be left open to, pr- to provide light. The room was windowless. A plank hung to the wall with leather hinges that was used as a writing desk by five or six pupils at at a time. What? That's uh, what does that mean? <laughs> so they they just tied a board to the wall, and that was what That's, everyone wrote. That on. was the chalk. Okay, this is your chalk wood. Not even chalk. It's just their desk. This is your stand. It's a standing desk, Dave. They were ahead of That's it. Right. They were ahead of it. They saw the posture issues. Uh, so his mother let him leave school when he <clears throat> told her kids were making fun of his ragged clothes. She was like, right. "All right, you, you don't need to do that." But yeah. He knew how to read and write at that point. Okay. So Otto really wanted adventure. That's just what he was built for. Quote, I appeared to crave adventure, and the sound of a locomotive <clears throat> whistle seemed to put new life into me as I considered it a call to go somewhere. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So when he was young, he started hoboing. Now, define the verb. What is that? Well, hopping, hopping trains and okay. cruising around. You got a little stick... A bindle bag stiff. on a stick, a little bindle. Yeah. Yep, bindle stiff. Uh, beans. Lot, what's the bean? The bean factor's big, right? Isn't that part of it? The bean? Yeah, aren't you eating mostly cans of beans, or is that just... Yeah, I'm oh, trying, yeah, cans I of beans. I don't know where the yeah. stereotype ends. Okay. Any any sort of canned food is what you eat. Okay. You keep it in your, your bindle. Bindle, right? You want a bindle bean? Uh, yes, I would like a bindle bean. You're all right. Thank you. You too. Good. So, and then Sir. are you, and you're, and there's just a ton of, there's like a whole, there's a lot of hobos. So it's, there's a familiarity. Yeah, yeah. This is okay. hobo time. Yeah. Okay. Well, at this time, like I said, the coal towns are pretty wild westish. There's guns and saloons and moonshine and lots of shooting. So Otto grew up hearing stories of the Hatfields and McCoys feud, right. playing cards with miners. Quote, by the time I was 10 years old, I knew the gambling game pretty well. Okay. So when he's very young, he's around this age or maybe younger, uh, he, quote, hoboed to Winston-Salem by stowing away in a coal car on a train. That's not very Ugh. far. Uh, and is that it's, very it's, healthy? Uh, well. They're just transporting the raw coal. Coal. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. think it's burning coal. I That's think he just good. hopped in a... I mean, I'm sure he was pretty covered in black. Yeah, soot. of course. He was sooty. Yeah. Uh, so after he did that, he, he loved it. And then he next train he hopped, went to St. Louis for the exposition. So now he's traveling pretty far. 
What's the exposition? Uh, just that a was big thing we covered in a couple episodes. Yeah, it's like a big thing where they're just like, let's show off what's happening in the world kind of deal. Right, okay. And a lot of racism was happening in the world. Oh, okay, cool. As if you might recall. Uh, oh, yeah, so as, that I remember. As, as a kid, Otto was uh, often in trouble, and he got bailed out a lot because people pitied his health. He was a sickly kid. He had the limp. And then because his mother was super protective. So he wasn't really getting punished. And because of that, his troublemaking ways just kind of continued. And by 1916, the Charlotte Observer wrote Otto was already known all over North Carolina as a car thief. What? Well, Otto, I mean, they put him in that prison. They pigeonholed him. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's his destiny. His destiny how, 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 old, how old are we talking now that he's become a bit of a hobo train legend? Well, he's he's only around fourteen. So he really like when he like well, uh, so we're talking about like eight or nine years old. He's starting the train life, and his mother's just kind of letting it go because you know because it's he's been dealt a maybe difficult I mean, hand. I couldn't figure out exactly what age he started the train life, but it seemed like it was like eight or nine <laughs> or ten. Like it was really it's young. Just great. Like you aren't you if you're a mother just being like he won't. He's gonna die. Otto's going to die, but he's going to die doing what he loved. Or maybe, maybe they're, ha- they're like, oh, that's so great. You hopped a train. Like, they love it. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk off, but, like, if you hear, like, your child who's uh, got a club foot is, like, hopping trains, you're like, all right, he's doing something. He's living a yeah. life. Yeah, he's okay. living a life. So, you know, so that's deal. So, and like I said, and he's stealing cars and when he's 13. Like, he's... <laughs> Pretty cool. I mean, it's all, it's happening. Things are happening. When he was 14, cops stopped Otto because he had stolen a bike, but he couldn't ride it. It must have been too big for him. He's like, I'm used to cars. I haven't really had a lot of time on these. I've I've been doing a lot of locomotives and then cars mainly. But you're 12. (laughs) I do a lot of cars. Uh, He was given five months in jail for that. Jesus. Right after he was released, he was arrested for breaking into a hardware store to steal guns. Okay, so things are, I mean... Things are picking up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the judge gave him four months on a chain gang. Wait, he, for stealing guns, got four months, and then for a bike, he got five? Well, I think the difference was is one, he got put in jail, and the other one, he got put on a chain gang, which yeah, is doing hard labor. labor. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, when I get out of here, oh, I'm going to make, make something <laughs> of myself. I swear. I know I took a dark turn early, Lord. Uh, the Statesville record headline was, quote, white boy on chain gang. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's, I mean, for it to make the paper tells you something. Uh, the paper said Otto was, quote, somewhat of a cripple, one leg being smaller than the other, but is active. But he's active. He moves around. Uh, everyone was very sympathetic that this kid was having a hard time. The sheriff asked for Otto to get special privileges on the chain gang, so maybe not worked as hard or something. Sure. But then when they send him to the chain gang, the foreman's like, I can't have a 14-year-old here. Like, these guys are hardened. Whatever you need me to do, sir, I'm reporting (laughs) for duty. I'm ready to go. I'm really ready. (laughs) So the foreman just said, What do you need me to do? (laughs) You're going home. How about this? I'll help some of the other guys. Maybe I can water the fellas. Whatever you need me to do, sir. Okay. I could do it. I believe in so, myself. Look, I could do need- anything. I could do it. 
Yeah, just go home. We good. We don't need you around. You're. I feel like it's really not going to build unity between me and the boys. Yeah, you know, we don't want you to build unity between the boys. That's the thing we're trying to avoid. Is we don't want you to build unity between. You I'll tell you, you ain't seen me swing a pickaxe yet. I ain't look like much, but I got a lot of vigor. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to need you to just head on out. Thank you for coming to the chain gang. I'll go to the far right, and I'll be at the very end of the chain gang. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah see? Why, yeah, why don't you do that? You're a smart right. one. You're Thank smart you. Woo, I'm tired. Where we been working, working all day on the chain gang. Chain gang are working. We're all men. All men are working together on the chain gang. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, so you just started, so you haven't worked in a little. Some of the guys are not enjoying the song because you've been acting like you're working all day. You literally just Woo! stepped in there. So why don't we all wiped? We've been working for about five months on the chain gang. Tired. Each one of us is in our thirties. Woo, we tired. Chain gang. Yeah. So the whole chain gang singing thing, it kind of just like a. Hey, listen to not- this asshole try to tell us what to do. We don't listen to the jerk office try to tell us what we're gonna do. You jerk off it's a chain gang. Woo, we're a real posse. No. All right, I, I hate you, and I'm gonna extend your time on the chain gang by three months. Woo, we gonna be best of friends. We're working on chain gang. Sometimes at night I just think about eating this lead and this gun, and a lot of it's because of people like you. Took a dark turn, mister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, the guy lets him go. So essentially he got no punishment again for... For trying yeah. to break into the hardware store. Like, he's too young to punish. Yeah, so he goes right back to stealing guns. He gets arrested sure. again. Judge is very sympathetic. This new judge is very sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mean to do it. Well, look at that look in this boy's eyes. This boy never had an evil thought in his head. I've never seen such a cute young lad in my courtroom before. The only thing this child's guilty of is being adorable. <laughs> so the judge is like, do you have any family in the courtroom? And there's no, no one came. And so he's like, well, okay, hold on. He tells the sheriff to go get one of, one of his older brothers and delay sentencing until a family member could be there. So they're bringing the brother, and the judge tells him that Otto, quote, was not a bad boy. Now, James doesn't like Otto because he thinks James is on the straight and narrow, and Otto's like this young criminal, and he's, he's already like... Your Honor, take a closer it. look. You know, seriously, he's not good, Your Honor. He's bad. He's bad. Right. The judge, so the judge is considering having James take care of Otto instead of sentencing him again. So, so that's amazing to be like, no, no, you should sentence him. Like, I'm going to sentence him to being your best friend and living with you. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't do anything. I was just sitting at home. <laughs> the prosecutor is like, no, Otto is going to flee if you do that. And the judge well, this asked little Otto, boy couldn't flee if he wanted to. Well, the judge asked him, he goes, Otto, will you flee? And Otto's like, no. No. See? This little angel shoots straighter than Billy the Kid. So they let him go to live with James, but then he just, he just <laughs> kept moving back and forth between West Virginia and Wilkes, and he, he works in the coal fields, he works on farms. And at 17, he becomes a locomotive foreman. Okay. Jesus now, Christ. Now, when he's 18, he's hunting near his mom's house. 
and uh, a family member said, quote, he saw that the lid was down on Harrison Park's rabbit gum. Rat- I don't know what a rabbit gum is. Rabbit gum? Mm, that's real chewy, mister. <laughs> uh, okay, so, he, so the... He, right. I guess he goes down to open up. He leans his shotgun against a bush, and he bent down to take the rabbit out of the gum, and his shotgun was slipping. He reached for it too late. The barrel roared, and he caught a full barrel load close range in his left hand. Oh, jeez. So he... Uh, okay. So he was trying to get some rub, rabbit gum and shot that's his right. hand badly. That, that's what happens with rabbit gum. That's true. That's why I only do a big league chew. That's right. A doctor mm-hmm. comes and looks at him and goes, we got to take the hand off at the wrist. Oh, jeez. So now he's a guy with a limp and no left hand. Right. Okay. So he can't, be a lo- he can't be a locomotive foreman anymore. Ugh. And also, he's much easier for cops to ID now. Right. Yeah. Right. right. They're like, yeah. what did the guy look like? They're like, oh, he limped and didn't have a hand. They're like, oh, yeah. that's Otto. Right. Okay. Um. So uh, around this time, he gets engaged to a girl. You know what I would do if I was him? I would start cutting off other people's hands. That would become yes. my new crime. Just yeah. then, you know, kind of just created a little murkier situation for the cop. And who's not, who's not going to have sympathy for that, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just want yeah. equality, essentially. Yeah, that's, that's exactly for. right. So he gets engaged to a girl. I had like, a dream! Otto, sit down. Oh, it's a terrible dream. It's a terrible well, dream. Well, it still came to me in a vision, mister. Yeah. No, By it's way, bad. I'm it's... 18. When does this stop? <laughs> I know. We're still waiting for you to I mean, I really just, good yeah, Lord. No, it's not great. I would love to settle honest. down, but all I want to do is play <laughs> jacks and slingshot. <laughs> uh, so he gets engaged to a girl in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I'm but... in love. <laughs> but also... Quote, occasionally called on a girl living in Graham, Virginia. Oh, man, this dude is... So, so he's just totally... Sh- I mean, he's a two-lifer, right? He's got the two lives. He's, he's, splitting yeah. his, he's splitting his time. He wants adventure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he gets married, but three months later, the girl from Graham has him arrested because she said he promised to marry her and got her pregnant. Oh, shit. And that is a crime. I mean, I... <laughs> Look. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's, it's shitty. It's a shitty thing he did. Yeah. I'm telling you, baby, I'm torn. She means nothing to me. So. I can't even ejaculate. How could this be possible? <laughs> nothing comes out normally. Yeah, I feel like we've uh, heard too much here at church today. Let's just. Uh... I'll just tell you the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Okay. What, I feel it, a... but nothing comes out, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we got it. We all got it, Otto. Uh, we're I would say my body about... experiences orgasm, but as far as uh, discharge, nothing. Okay, well, we're just actually talking about the Lord today, and uh, not not so much. Uh, he bodily... is magical, if he not. No, he, he very magical. He's a very mysterious magical Lord. dude. Yep. very mysterious Lord. Very yep. mysterious Lord. Yeah, dealt me a weird hand in ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. you, you've been through a rough rough patch as yep. a young man. And now I'm getting arrested for having two women. Unlikely. Yeah. Well, huh? That's on. That's probably more on you. On Nothing your, comes on your, out. Nothing comes out. Yeah, again, we don't need to hear that in the church. We can actually talk that. We have a men's group afterwards. We can talk about that then. But. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, well, that'd be good. Get the men together. 
Maybe not in front of the ladies. That's right, ladies. You don't need to know that it's empty. Yeah, they don't. So let's just wrap that up. Exactly. Stick, uh, stick to the Lord. He is magical. Yeah, that's right. He's magical. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to move on now. Okay. Feels go. like you're waiting for me to say something else about <laughs> it, but I ain't going <laughs> to. Uh, so, yeah, so he gets arrested for that, tried and convicted, um, given two years. Now, this sometimes things get a little hazy with Otto. There's no record of that, but a new newspaper did report isn't that it, he was. Isn't it, isn't it funny that how you have to sometimes in this podcast track liars? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because he, he wrote about all this stuff, so obviously right. it's going to be more... Embellished you know, to in his yeah. favor, yeah. So there is a record of him being caught stealing a car. Okay. But then he gets sentenced to jail, and then he escapes. Okay. And so he's on the run for years. The Charlotte Observer, quote, Otto Wood, left hand gone, deformed foot, and has a record for cunning thievery unequaled here. It really is. I mean, I know we, but it is amazing that any any abnormal physical thing is led with in the paper. Always, never. It's like it is before the crime. It's before anything. Always, they're always like Jimmy, Jimmy Franklin, crazy eye. Yeah, got a burn patch on his head. Yeah, last fella held up a bank. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, it's always like. And it's the same with, like, a woman. They're like, is she a big hat and lovely gloves and beautiful eyes as she walked into court that day? It's like, just what is happening? How about what's happening? Uh, In 1916, papers reported he was in towns in Wilkes County. So he's he's on the land, but he's he's in the area. Now, his younger brother, uh, Robert Wood, known as Bob, joined him, and they became like a crime duo. Okay. And they, they're stealing cars. They're stealing so many cars that people started taking the wheels off their cars when they weren't going to use them. Wow. So like the world's first club. <laughs> like before yeah, the club, really you would just be it like, really I'm going to take the wheel with me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Even one of Otto's I, older I, brothers I, I had that. the club for a little while, and boy, there's not a weird, like, just you felt, you felt like such a loser. Like, I can't remember what, like, my, my car had been broken into, so, like, I got the club and, like, locking your steering wheel as you're leaving. Your, I, it, was just, it just felt like a phase, even when it was, like, cutting edge. I got to be honest. When I, I had my car broken into, too, and I, I had the choice. I was like, do I get a club? And I was Are like, Are you a club guy or it. not? Yeah. I can't Tough. do it. I can't Tough. be a guy who locks up my car with the club. All right. Just got to lock my wheel, then my door. <laughs> it's a car. <laughs> I live in America. <laughs> Uh, his younger, so his younger brother is now part of the duo. He's okay. stealing cars. On September 28th, Bob was caught by a posse. So okay. Bob's out of the picture. Otto steals a Buick and heads for Tennessee. And then he's there for a little while, and he gets into a, a shooting incident in a pool room. Okay. But he manages to get off on self-defense. Okay. And then he heads to Welsh, West Virginia, where he started working, making and hauling moonshine. Sure. He's making good money. He's making like 3000 a month. So while he's there, wow. he gets married to a 15-year-old girl. He's friends with the father. And apparently he's like, yeah, you know, go ahead. Well, that's, not go gonna ahead help. And... that's not going to help your moonshine stereotypes. 
1917, June 1917, he goes uh, back to North Carolina to show off his beautiful young bride to the family. <laughs> and how old is he roughly now? Oh, God, it's 1917, 20s? so he's 20. Okay, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, he's in his 20s, early 20s, 23. Okay, maybe. all right. Nice, nice and creepy. It is nice and creepy, isn't it? Yep. So he goes to the family's house. He's at his, I think probably his mom's house. And cops find out he's there. They surround the house, but he manages to slip out back, well, steal I mean, a car, what are, what, and what, flee. What, 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 this, so this is before the police knew that houses had backs? I mean, I mean there's a... I, I should I should do a doll about this. There's a famous a famous manhunt, one of the biggest manhunts when they were just starting to come up with the FBI. It was like Dillinger, one of those guys. Right. And they, they show up to like this lodge or boarding house and they all just surround it out front and they just all leave out the back. It's crazy. I mean <laughs> it's, it's so just dumb. it's absurd. It's like they're like, How the hell is he doing it? This Houdini character. Where's he going? It's like, it's like magic. They're it like magic ma- men. It is magical. We must. We, tonight we get our heads together and we try to figure out how he's doing this. My theory is he's going through the center of the earth. If you, if you can explain to me, a lob man of many years, how a back door works, why well, I'd catch so many of these fellas. I would catch so many of these fellas. Then there's a guy in the back. My theory, there's two autos. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Good. He's got to have a twin. He's got to have a twin. There's, there's two autos. There's two autos. It's a magician's tactics. I would like to go back to the... I would like to go back to the point that he may be a warlock. We moved past that, Gene. He could be a warlock, and he turns into a dragon and flies off the balcony. Oh, for the love of God. I believe that theory like I believe the back door theory. Now, come well, then on. Why, why am I going bald? Because he put a curse on me. We've been through this. Going bald because it skips a generation, you don't. Now, for the last time, there's two of them. Nothing's made more sense than that. Warlock. We'll vote later. The old backdoor. The old backdoor argument. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you this uh, great thing? You know, they're talking about opening our schools. And everyone oh, was just like, you got you to open the windows. Everyone's like, you got to have the windows open. Yeah, it's a big player. And, we, and a lot of windows in schools don't open because they're scared people will break in and steal. I don't know. And we have, a, we have a guy on our board who keeps going. Every classroom has windows that will open or doors. <laughs> or doors. Every class- <laughs> and he says it over and over again. And you're like, so you mean the classroom has doors? Well, we're not going to get into the semantics of this, but... Uh- at minimum, a door is open, for sure. <laughs> cool, going into what? A hallway. Where there's windows? No. <laughs> there's more okay. doors. More uh, doors that are open. And again, I'm just figuring out what doors are. I'm just coming around to doors, and apparently there's these things that open and close, but we can open them. He's at home so that we night, got that. just like putting on riders on the storm, like, that's interesting. <laughs> the doors. <laughs> Uh, so, so he, he, they flee and then they head out of, uh, the head of state, they go on honeymoon in Kentucky. Okay. But then he gets arrested because he was wanted in Tennessee for stealing a car. And then he got three years in okay. jail so for real, stealing for, yeah. He so he must've been in, years. he must've been in like a, 
like a hotel with no back door that or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that couldn't have been a back door. <laughs> a backless establishment of some nature. So his young his young bride divorces him when he goes to jail. Okay. Takes him six months to escape, but he escapes. I'm out of here. Goes back home, but was arrested at his mother's house and sent back to Tennessee. Okay. 11 months later, he's been in jail for 11 months, and then he hides in a dry goods box <laughs> to get carted out of the prison. And it works. He escapes. <laughs> Put your hand in there and make sure there's nothing moist. Now I don't feel nothing moist at all. Well, then push her on out. <laughs> he didn't make it. He, he didn't make it till the next morning because they had bloodhounds on his tail. She's. I mean, this is this is uh, this is really checking. Like, if I picture old timey police stuff, it's just checking every yeah, box. Every box. <laughs> so the the they have a guard bringing him back on a train, and he knocks out the guard. When the train gets to a station, he runs through the crowd and he gets into the caboose and puts on overalls and rubs oil all over his face. And then joins in the chase of guys chasing and trying uh, to find him. Now, hold on a minute. I want to say something. When we find him, we're going to kill him. All right? Hey, where's your hand, mister? Don't you worry about my hand, boy. I'm talking about this other fellow. When we find him, what we're going to do to him? Are we going to strap him up and teach him? We're going to make a lesson out of him. I hate pieces of shit like this. They make me sick. Knocking out police officers. All they're trying to do is good. I mean, sure, they're kind of incompetent when it comes to the back of establishments, but outside of that, I'd take a police officer any day over any other room. Now, when we get him, we're going to make an example. Woo, I'm fired up, huh? You're really limping. Yeah, I did. A little bit of a limp, sure. What that's just, what could tirelessly search it'll give you that. You got something you want to say to me, boy? No, because if you're about to stand there and accuse me of being him, well, you may as well go to hell. I ain't him. I ain't never been him. Although I do respect a lot of what I read about the fella, sure. Sounds like he sticks to his convictions and he's a bit of a Lothario, I guess. He's made the most out of not too much, and he keeps doing it. And I'll tell you, it sounds like he keeps outsmarting a lot of these police officers. But that ain't on them. They're just dealing with some kind of genius. Woo, he's good. He's good. I think we can all admit he's good. He's great. He's great is what he is. <laughs> Woo, he's fabulous. He's good looking and he's great. And we're going to find him and we're going to make a lesson out of him. But don't be charmed, because from what I understand, he is a charmer. Who you look at his eyes, you maybe get hypnotized to him. Woo, <laughs> he's good. I'm going to go to the bathroom, but y'all keep looking. And when we find him, we're going to really go at him. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of here before that guy comes back. He's really creeping me out. <laughs> that guy's weird. So uh, he, he heads for West Virginia now. And then the Spanish flu comes, and it tears through the county, Wilkes County. And Otto comes back, and he helps. He, he's, like, helping be a nurse to people who are sick, neighbors okay. around the area, even though he's on the lam. The right. flu ends up killing Bob, his brother. Oh, boy. Uh. So on the death certificate, he's purposefully vague about it because he has to fill out a death certificate for his brother. Oh, no. And when they ask for his address, he just says West Virginia. And when they ask for the birthplace of his parents, it's like like state, country, you know, and he just writes country. Country? (laughs) 
Well, we was actually hoping you could uh, answer both of those questions. Well, well you they, gave me the option. He's country. Yeah, they was, they was born uh, very, a very vague place. Very country. vague. Vagsville. Uh, November 3rd, 1923, Otto went to a pawn shop in Greensboro that was owned by Abraham Wolf Kaplan to get back a pocket watch that he had pawned previously. Okay. And whatever happened, it, it wasn't going well. The two men started arguing. Oh, dear. <laughs> and then it gets heated. And then Otto said Kaplan raised a club to hit him. So he pulled out his pistol and started pistol whipping Kaplan. And then the gun accidentally went off and shot Kaplan's shoulder while he was hitting him in the head with it. Oh, well, I mean. Now, Kaplan has a fractured skull. Okay. And he doesn't make it. The Statesville landmark, quote, Kaplan on his deathbed claimed he was beaten and shot by a man with only one arm. Okay. So everyone knows it's Otto at that point. Right. He after the after the uh, the beating shooting, he runs out into the street. He carjacks a car, tells the driver to drive him out of the city, and then once in the country, he kicks the driver out, takes his coat and hat and 150 bucks, and then somehow that night the car reappears in his pocket. He he dri- he must have driven the car back at night, parked the car in town, and then left to like give the guy his car back. <laughs> Wait, you th- you're saying he parked it in the town to just sort of be like, here's your car, I'm done with it? Yeah, well, he ran off, he drove off in it to get away, but then right. he brought it back. And then he brought it back, being like, now I'm done. What do I owe yeah. you? Papers are amazed the car was returned, quote, as quietly as if he had been a ghost. Right. But now he's wanted for murder. And yeah. rewards are offered uh, for uh, $700 altogether. Okay. On November 19th, he was cornered by cops and arrested and brought back into town on a train. And a local reporter described the scene when they took him off the train in Greensboro. Quote, it looked like a funeral party. To ensure Wood would not make a break, the officers rigged a rope around his neck and then fastened it to a knot around his arms <laughs> so any swift movement would cause him to choke. So they, I mean, they're, they're, like, they're treating him like a wild animal. Yes, they're treating me exactly like right. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred percent a wild animal yeah, thing. Just like, <laughs> so paranoid. Okay, they've been—I mean—they've uh, been hurt before by him, so it makes sense. Yeah. The Greensboro Daily News quote: "He is neat and clean looking, a decided blonde with big blue eyes." That what is happening <laughs> in the story with him? We don't care about his highlights. Uh, he's got lovely hair, a whisper of blonde in it. Looks like he's been at the beach for a couple of days. Sandy, not too bad. Um, <laughs> blue eyes that slightly protrude from his head. He has high and prominent cheekbones, and they and his eyes are the most striking features on his face. He wore a blue suit, tap shoes, low white collar, tap, and, tap, and soft tap, hat. Tap shoes? He wore <laughs> tap shoes. That is the best. Well, your honor, tick 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 I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Not guilty. Yay. Tap shoes. I mean, just walking in a city in tap shoes. You're like, who is that guy who? Yeah, we hear you. So he is found guilty of second degree murder and given a 30 year prison sentence. Okay. Pretty big. Spoke to reporters, quote, 
Maybe if my record had not been against me, I might have got manslaughter. But the verdict is just about what I expected. I'm going to try and show the people of North Carolina that I can be a decent man if they think they can give me another chance. But if they don't think so, I'll deserve the whole time. Okay. Resignation. Sure. Otto's long sentence made people think the cops had been out to get him. Okay. <laughs> like, I guess a lot of people bought his story that he didn't mean to kill the guy and was just right. beating him in the head and then shot him. I didn't mean <laughs> to kill him. I was just beating him with a gun. How's <laughs> that supposed to know it's going to go off? Can't a man beat, a, beat another man with a gun no more without getting... Come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the gun what's was merely a... The gun was a club that fired. What? I don't know what the state's coming to. Just... A man beat a man with the butt of his gun. <laughs> the lawyer. I mean, that's what I. That's what I think. Like when, like watching, like the George Floyd thing. I'm like, how can someone represent? You know what I mean? Like to be a lawyer, to be like, to represent like Derek oh. Chauvin. It's just crazy. But like in this situation, yeah. to just be like, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the gun beat my client. <laughs> like you're just like there's not a lot you can really do. My prints are on the gun because I was trying to stop the gun from hitting him. I was trying to hold the gun, <laughs> like which you... wanted to beat him. My client was trying to awaken a pawn shop owner with a gun butt. <laughs> so... He's guilty of wanting a man aware. So Otto's sort of gotten this reputation of a, as a man of the people. He sort of had a little bit of a Robin Hoody thing, so he must have been giving to people to help them out. Sure. There was definitely the returning of the car. There was the helping people out where they were sick. So he definitely had like a yeah right. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people like this guy's on our side. Sure. Uh, on May, t- also people just don't like cops. On May, and also 10th, people are just totally crazy. So they can they'll like something for reasons that are totally irrational. <laughs> that's right. Uh, on May tenth, nineteen twenty four, Otto and another prisoner, J. H. Starnes, were working in the factory. So they're they're put to work in a factory, and mm-hmm. Otto grabbed the guard, took his gun, and then forced the prison doctor to drive the two prisoners out. Right, so he okay, he's gets hijacked gun, the prison doctor, hijacks the doctor. Outside Raleigh, they kick the uh, they kick the uh, guard out of the car, and they switch to a bakery truck. Okay. So they're still on the move. The next morning, they carjacked a Studebaker uh, driven by M.D. Klein, who was coming back from fishing. Okay. Oh, not my carp. <laughs> That's what he says as they drive off. That was, my carp was still in the trunk. <laughs> uh, Otto drove. Starnes held a gun on Klein and told them that they were escaped prisoners and then pulled out an article and handed it to Klein, and it was dark, so he lit a match and had Klein read the article <laughs> the article about their escape while they drove. To, to them, or just for his own information? For it, just so he could read it. Yeah, that's he crazy. might have read it out loud. That's crazy. That'd be like, that's the crazier answer. I, like, it's like, I believe, I mean, it doesn't, what does it matter what I think? I believe you're criminals. You have a gun on yeah. me. Here, this will corroborate what we're saying about how we would kill you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, here. There you go. Let me get a candle. Let me know when you're done reading. <laughs> That's so great. When they, when they were in some woods, they tied Klein to a, a barbed wire fence. They stole thirty dollars in a watch. Then the next thing they did was they carjacked a woman and her small boy. Okay. Hours later, a cop saw the car outside of Roanoke uh, in Virginia, and he trailed it. And then, as the cops got close, 
Otto and Starnes bailed out while the car was moving. Ooh, they love the move. They did the rollout. The woman and the kid must be in the backseat, and the cops... Oh, hate the move. Hate the move. What? <laughs> I forgot they were there. Jesus. So the cops all chase after the car to stop the car, and Otto and Starnes run off into the woods. Um, then well. the cops keep tracking them, and they track them, they track them to a, the railroad yard, which is where Otto used to work, and then okay. they surround them, and the, they give up without a fight. Okay. So at this time, they had learned about the back of buildings, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, when you say surround, you mean stop as soon as we get halfway to the edge of the house? No, we're doing... Okay, that's a really good question, Jim. Thank so you. We're doing, we're, we're doing a new thing where we surround... We go around back and on the sides and out front. We do right. like a circle. We circle it. Right. Right, and yeah. Then, but um, my only question is... Uh, Ain't we going to lose about half the people we had up front? Oh, damn. That's a, yeah. Well, that is a good point. All right, let's do the like front and one of the sides. Overload the front, half a side. Boom. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Smart. That's why I like you boys to speak up. Sure, they escaped. Oh, damn it. How'd that happen? No idea. Probably through the front. <laughs> so, uh... So they give up without a fight. Now, the story of this jailbreak, it's big, and it's increasing his legend. Every time he escapes from jail and does, it's like, what's, what's Otto going to do now? Mm-hmm. He's seen as a very tactful, a very funny, and sort of admirable, admirable uh, criminal. Okay. A Run criminal what? of the people. A criminal of the people. A crime, a crime, a crime peoples. Right, sure. A people's criminal. Let, don't try any further. The people's crip, the people's court. Hold on, not getting closer. No, no, no. Show. <laughs> back the away people's. from this. Go back to the computer. Uh, one reporter wrote, "Quote: He is a bad egg, a dangerous man, but somehow his engaging candor disarms criticism and takes all the pleasure out of the news of his capture." Uh, just uh, stupid media. <laughs> Just so charmed by him as well. <laughs> Another reporter was delighted that he had returned the uh, the doctor's car. So with that first car he stole, he returned. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe he doesn't know what stealing is. He might not. He really might not. Auto to reporters, quote, I told Warden Busby that if I did not get a square deal, I would be compelled to leave. And he replied that if it was that easy, I, I just should go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you Which say it that? turned out to be. Yeah, bad, bad idea. <laughs> to reporters, Otto was now a gold mine who sold papers, like a local Jesse James. Right. And even though he had killed a man, stories emphasized how he was not ruthless when he was on the run. And everyone wanted to know about him, like he was just selling papers. Okay. Uh, the prison system was starting to be questioned because Otto used his newfound fame to put out his opinions as part of the debate of, of the prison system. Okay. Wow. So wow. he would write letters and he what said, an interesting he, turn. <laughs> yeah. So he said he had escaped due to quote, the harsh treatment that a poor devil gets that turns him against the public and society and the inhuman treatment. He complained about the bad food and the poor treatment he was getting. 
And then he said society failed to help those living in poverty and neglect. Well, come on. Now yeah. what, uh, Now we got to love the guy. I mean, does he mean it? I hope he means it. I think he because does. Because that is such a, I mean, that truly is uh, uh, still a complete, that is still totally true. It's only worse. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The Statesville Landmark published an article in which lawyer Alan Adams said Otto's conditions were actually good. Now, Adams had visited Otto inside and felt he should set the record straight. Otto you want any fondue? Made. We're low on chocolate. <laughs> what kind of person doesn't have chocolate? Well, we got chocolate. It's just still melting. Here, sit on the fountain. Let me tell you what I'm worried about. <laughs> Champagne? Thank you. There you are. It's the conditions. They're killing me. Hold on. Let me get this robe off. I'm a little sweaty. If they're killing me. Uh, that's a really just a terrible picture. So he's complaining about all this stuff. This guy sets it straight. He says he'd visit him. He had a nice cell. He seemed happy. His walls were covered in pictures of, quote, feminine pultritude. And said the cell looked Paltry like, quote, dude. the average college freshman's domicile. <laughs> that's my favorite quarterback, and that's the swimsuit issue. <laughs> so some reporters wrote that Otto was a pampered convict who complained, and other papers pushed back, saying Otto was a man fighting a corrupt society. Okay. So more sto- if you can imagine a guy who was a criminal that also discussed corruption at the same time, you would get what we're saying. So more Can't stories imagine. flooded the press, and his legend grew. There was an open house in the jail for people to get a look at Otto. What? This part I could not understand. I read it in the paper, and I was like, what is happening? But they just had a day where everyone could come in. And look at him? I, maybe, maybe they want everyone to see that it's better than he says it is. Right. Still, it's really weird. But then reporters just gather on a cell and ask some questions. Hundreds of people visit the jail from, quote, banker to bum. And Otto just holds court the whole time, explaining he never ran from North Carolina because he loves North Carolina. He's like, I love it here. Why would I? They're like, why don't you go to California? He's like, I love my, I love my state. I love my people. Uh-huh. These are my peeps. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then he immediately after that escapes again. Uh, heads to California. <laughs> uh, this time, he hides in a, a concrete pipe as it's being loaded onto a freight car. Wet goods. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I had clothes under my prison clothes, so when I got a chance, I got onto the boxcar where I had been loading, just took off my prison clothes, and rode out. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is El Chavo. I mean, this is like uh, yeah. El Chavo. This is very... Uh, it's pretty I mean, amazing. A, uh, the pipe thing is amazing. I love Snuck that no one noticed... Pipe? I love that no one noticed he had clothes under his clothes. <laughs> How come you got a tuxedo under there, Otto? <laughs> I'm not raising, just maybe if we get company later. As you were. I also love that they let they let him they just let him have access to his street clothes when he's, when he's yeah, and how did he know the pipe like who they were like now gentlemen we're going to be removing pieces of pop uh, about I would say the size of uh, I don't know auto about six or seven of these auto sized pop chunks yeah you can really you can really get a man right in there so we don't want that to happen 
So the point is no crapping from eight till eight. We're doing a That's big right. pipe swap. And uh, yeah, if you guys want your street clothes, they're all in a pile over here. Just pull them out. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, so he was caught pretty soon after in Mooresville, where a cop saw him and just pointed a gun, uh, a shotgun at a, at him through a windshield. Was just like, "Hey, you're you're done." Okay. Okay. Uh, upon his return to Raleigh Prison, he was put in solitary confinement to stop another escape. Okay. Headlines broke down his escape like it had been a sporting event, calling this escape the, quote, annual vacation of Otto Wood. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, okay. <laughs> He's not a teacher. No. Uh, the legend of Otto Wood the Bandit now really took off. He became a celebrity. He wrote letters to papers. Meant to sway the public, he published a best-selling autobiography. Autobiography. Yeah, that's it. North Carolina Governor Angus McLean was very angry about the focus on auto. Quote, the fact that Wood succeeded in getting away without getting killed does not prove he is a hero. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, buddy. <laughs> You're just saying the lines of the bad guy in the movie preview. <laughs> It's so funny how they the authorities never get that there's just a huge segment of the population rooting against them. <laughs> yeah, well, the truth is that they have made it so you empathize with the side of criminality versus yeah. authority because of the abuse of Yeah, power. and it's kind of it's kind of always been that way, right? Like we we've always loved the the gunfighters in the old west and and yeah. there's something there's something legendary about all the gangsters. Like, we, we do love it. Yeah. We invest, we invest in celebrity. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the same paper that printed uh, that quote about the hero quote, right? He's not a hero. Mm-hmm. Had an article on the same page fawning over Otto. Okay. Sure. So. <laughs> quote. Wood is not the common type of criminal and never has been a bad man in the sense which the public usually considers the term, a cold-blooded, shooting, fighting son of a gun. So they're just like right, right when the, on the yeah. same page that the, the governor's like, he's not a hero. They're like, here's why he's Get a copy awesome. of the Contradiction Times. Contradiction <laughs> Times. We say one thing on one side and retract it on the next. Otto said he had never shot anyone, and it was beneath his code of ethics to do so, except for the guy that he shot, but he didn't mean to shoot him. It was I was beating shoot. him to death when the gun went off. <laughs> uh, oh, that, sorry, that's from the article. He has said he has never shot anyone, that it was beneath his code of ethics to do. He is above average mentally, has a pleasing sense of humor, and can laugh heartily when he recalls some pleasing experience. So he ju- he just has a fun magnetic personality which allows yeah. you to get away with shit. It just charming. Does. He's charming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so his his self published thirty five thirty four page autobiography was titled. Man, Lo- those were those were the days. Oh Ooh, my God. I'll tell you, I gotta come up with thirty four <laughs> pages of my life. It ain't gonna be easy. It's called the Life History of Otto Wood. It sells very well. Otto asked the state prison superintendent to let him work because they're still keeping him in solitary, I guess. Uh, The superintendent was very against even letting him out of solitary, but the prison board overruled him. Okay. So the prison board is probably more of a political 
uh, job, so they're like, you know, just listening to the people and right. Soon Otto's working in the boiler room, which is considered a hard job to escape from. Okay. Two months later, he escaped by sure. squeezing through a gate that was missing a latch pin. Uh, but at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if he turned himself into vapor. <laughs> <laughs> it was reported by the Statesville landmark that Otto was friendly with uh, one of the guards. Quote, inmates had observed Wood in conversation with Hux on several occasions, and the guard appeared very friendly towards him. Okay. So th- <laughs> that guard and his brother, who was also a guard, were immediately fired. A reward of $250 was put up for Otto's capture. One reporter noted he escaped, quote, two days ahead of his scheduled established last year. So they're literally saying, it's, <laughs> hey, it's his vacation, it's his vacation yeah. time. It's hey, Shave, he's taking two extra days for his vacation this year. <laughs> and is it just me or has the reward gone down? It did, well, the first reward was for murder. This is just escape. Okay, right, right. Okay. So it has gone down. Right. Um, the writer of, of one article compared Otto to Houdini. Yeah. People reported seeing Otto all over North Carolina and Southern Virginia. So people are just calling in now saying they're seeing him everywhere. Right. <laughs> it's amazing that he's this public. Although uh, when you can escape so easily, you would kind of be like, I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the best thing and I, I didn't write it up but the best thing was this this dude just came through town and he was just like a like a, maybe a hobo or something and he okay. had one hand and a limp oh what <laughs> so, so so he he was down at a creek like getting water or something and all of a sudden there's like 50 cops around him <laughs> dude oh if you're auto you employ that guy like you come with me yeah, okay. it's like when you go first. Had a bunch of <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he had like body doubles at, at yeah. other locations, uh, cops closed in on one man, but then discovered he quote displayed two good hands and an entire absence of gold plated molars. Okay, so tons wow. of false sightings. Cops are just busy right. chasing down just false leads. People were interviewed. All so now the papers are just like asking people on the street, "What do you think of Otto?" Like it's just it's the thing you're talking about. Wow. Poems are written about him and published in papers, songs. Otto wrote a letter to the Greensboro Daily News, uh, and it had been sent from Ashland, Kentucky, and he offered to surrender if the governor would change his sentence to a chain gang and assure him he would be treated human and that, quote, I would not get the torturing. So feels like he's... Uh, now, okay, so it feels like now he's kind of grasped how media is obsessed with him and how he can kind of maybe manipulate it a little bit. And so yeah. he's saying, I'll do the hard labor. I just don't want to be alone with these uh, enforcers who are torturing me, essentially. Right? And yeah. then so that makes people go, like, oh gosh, he's, you know, further endears him to the public. Yeah, and he's um, and he's saying, look, and I mean, a guy who's saying, look, I just want to be a chain gang. Like, who isn't going to be yeah. like, oh, let the guy yeah. be on a chain gang? I just want to work hard. Yeah, and I got a bunch of new songs I want to debut. <laughs> <laughs> so the prison superintendent is pissed, and the governor doubles the reward and said escape convicts would be killed, could be killed by any citizen for arresting. So the governor's oh, like, well, just shit. shoot this, shoot this motherfucker. Well, that's a different take. What? All right, now anybody can kill criminals. People are now 
pranking the cops with fake tips. Okay, good. And all these stories and how much fun people are having it is just increasing his reputation. Right, right. now, other people are in on right. his escape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like the convict Baba Booey. <laughs> so... On February 12th, 1927, in uh, Indiana, a druggist fought back during a robbery and shot the robber four times in the chest. Cops soon ID'd him as Otto Wood. Shit. None of the bullets hit organs, and he survived. Wow. I mean, this guy's got matrix organs. Yeah. As we, uh, we, we would, they went right out the back door. <laughs> well, we don't know where these bullets are. They're not in his body. <laughs> There's nowhere else they could have gone once they went in. Let's surround his chest till they come out. So, six days later, Otto was sent back to North Carolina. On the train, a reporter interviewed him, and Otto said, quote, every man is entitled to a little vacation. Yeah, boy. Uh, really? Yeah, you, and I mean, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, I don't know. You do get it, for sure. Even though he's a murderer. Even though he did murder Right, there's guy. the murder thing, yeah. Prison officials said they couldn't believe, quote, the volume of mail coming to the prison from sentimentalists all over the state. Wow. It was mostly young women who were upset by the prison's conditions, which they'd heard about from Otto. Uh, so he uh, has, which is a thing it. that happens. That yeah. There's oh, yeah. a, a thing that, especially with serial killers, but they get... There's like an attraction to it for whatever. I reason. dated Ted Bundy for about a year. Yes. Yeah, I, I dated Richard Ramirez for good I six love months. a unibrow. The superintendent forbid Otto from contacting newspapers. A sideshow operator offered to rent Otto from the jail and put him in a cage on display, saying it was quote a good chance to make some money. <laughs> I mean, who is who is this guy? <laughs> Oh, I love the Man. way the, the, yeah. the ideas people come up with to make money are well, just so fucking extraordinary. But it's also like circus talent agent is just like one of the like at this time clearly one of the shadier occupations. Yeah. Well, I understand that Otto over here is a little frustrated about how you guys keep throwing him in tiny shells. I figured out a way where he could maybe make some money and get a little more notoriety. We'll just put him in a cage and we'll just electrocute him a little bit for people's entertainment. Yeah, we'll put him right next to the unicorn we got in there. Well, the only thing I was going to ask you is, are you opposed to a gill surgery where we sort of gill the man and make him the human convict fish guy? No, I'm all right with that. Go ahead and okay. gill him up. All right, perfect. Then the only other thing we were thinking is maybe we, uh, we cut his torso uh, off and we have him be a torso man with leg boy. Again, these are all just options. Yeah, is, he, was, uh, is he that- union? Yeah, he is union. Okay, as long as he gets a two-week vacation every year. Okay, kid, because we don't have that built in unless they have a union card. I would just say don't split them in half just because of the okay. the care the care okay. situation is. And did you land on the uh, gill surgery? Yeah, we're all for gills. Okay, great. So we'll just gill him. We'll just gill him and we'll put him in a tank once a week. Yeah, that's great. Give him that. something to do. Give the public something to do. Give y'all something to do too. All right. Well, good talk. Yeah, hey, I was just going to ask, is anyone here interested in having their head cut off? Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. I'll leave a card, and if y'all change your mind, you can just give a ding-a-ding, okay? All Thanks right, so thank much. You.
I'll yeah. see y'all Sunday. Yeah, nice doing business with you. Pleasure mine. <laughs> so, his popularity peaked in the summer of 1927. People were convinced Otto was being mistreated in prison. And then a new governor, Oliver Gardner, took over in 1929. He had run on prison reform, which, you know, part of this is probably because of Otto. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And Gardner believed, quote, ignorance was the mother of poverty and the grandmother of crime. So he's saying, you know, the way we're treating people is leading to this stuff. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he tells people he's going to reform the prisons. So in April 1929, Otto and Gardner met when the Gardner was on a tour. I don't know how this happened, but Otto was very gaunt and frail. He's, he's like a shadow of his former self being in solitary all that time. Right. He's barely able to walk around his cell. And the governor ordered Otto taken out of solitary. When asked if he was worried Otto would escape, the governor said he was, quote, taking a chance to see if a man who has gone as far downhill as Wood can go back up. And then he tells Otto, look, what you do determines what will happen to other prisoners because you're such a celebrity prisoner that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to act a certain way. And he, he was. He was a model prisoner. He managed, uh, he got a job managing the prison delicatessen. That's where he's working. He received the classification of honor grade prisoner and was given the maximum amount of privileges a prisoner could get. I mean, I'm glad because solitary is bullshit, but easy does it. (laughs) 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 Baby steps now. (laughs) Now, I don't know exactly what this is, but the the governor publicly gave Otto a grade A. So it's like some sort of... I think he's going to turn him into meat. (laughs) (laughs) The delicatessen is just a trap. It's some sort of classification. Okay. And it sounds like it's some sort of ceremony. And Otto told him, quote, "I I won't offer you my word of honor because that would be much... But you can be sure of one thing. I'll never run away as long as you are governor. Hmm. Okay. The next day, Otto escaped from prison. <laughs> oh, my God. I re- I, even I just got sold. I was like, wow, this is really... <laughs> and his, it's, he's, he's really calmed himself down. Oh, he's gone? Okay, son of a bitch. Uh, I, thought you got, I thought they elected you out the next day. That's my bad. <laughs> Do you not get a day off? Is there not a, like a day in the middle... Like a Wednesday where you're not governor? Surely I that was. I thought you took a knee every Thursday, you ain't governor. Is that not? Sorry, my bad. Anyway, I'm Did I dream the purge or is it real? <laughs> so now it's national news. Now Otto is all, yeah. like, everyone loves sure. the story of Otto Wood. A Robert columnist wrote that Otto's star was fading, however. Quote, he does not have the imagination of the public as he once did. He has been advertised too much. He has written a book, too, and North Carolina people do not like men who write books. Oh, God. <laughs> I, love that a, I love that a newspaper reporter is writing this. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just... So, obviously, <laughs> well, the mean... book... Uh, Obviously, the book thing is bullshit, but he had, he, now he got too much fame, right? Now... Yeah. It's the, it's like what they call the tall poppy uh, syndrome in Australia. You get too big, now they want to take you down. Right. Okay. <laughs> so he hooks up 
with Bob's ex-wife, Celia. Celia had been visiting him in prison over this time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Bob's dead. He died mm-hmm. from the Spanish flu. Yeah. So when he escapes, they elope. Okay. And they travel around a bunch of western states. So they're just on the So he's on, on a honeymoon. Lamb. He's, he's on, on a honeymoon. Lamb. He's on a lamby moon. Lamby moon. And he's sending his, sending his her mom postcards and like it's, sure. it's a big vacay. Yeah. And then they come <laughs> back. And okay. it's September. They show up at Celia's daughter's school. So she has two daughters, a six-year-old and an 11-year-old. Okay. And so that's it. So Bob's dead. So she's really the only parent. Right. And they show up at the school and they're like, we're taking you with us. But the 11-year-old refuses to go. Okay. It sounds like she had, she like was like, Bob's, uh, Otto's a criminal. I don't want to go with him. Yeah. It sounds like she was like, nah, this situation seems a little uh, unplanned. Yeah. She, just, she says she's going to stay with the grandma, but the six-year-old goes with her mom and Otto. Okay. And then the papers call it a kidnapping. Hmm. Well, which I couldn't really figure of, out. That's I kind guess of right, she's, though. If she's... I mean... Well, she's not a criminal. Well, she or, is now, technically, because she's aiding she, and abetting. Yeah. Is she aiding and abetting? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, it sounds like the grandmother has custody. Right. So they call it a kidnapping. Sure. And then the... It, the news comes out that they're also, they call them heavily armed, and they're also traveling with another criminal named Bill Payne, who's more dangerous. Okay. So the press is not super polarized. There's for Otto and against Otto. Mm-hmm. And he also is no longer his, like, playful, fun self that he's been. Okay. And the Great Depression is on. So there's fewer ways to make money. People are less forgiving of a of criminal stealing right. stuff. Right. So that makes his popularity go down. And then also, he was a political pawn in this governor thing, and he said he wouldn't run, and then he he did did run. Like, he... And for some... Even though he... Like, that... I don't know why that would be something that would turn people against him, because you're like, oh, he escapes. That's what he does. But maybe because the governor was like, I'm going to reform the prisons, and you are a big part of this. And then... Because he essentially fucked over all the other prisoners by doing that. Well, and it's also like the saying goes, escape from me once, uh, shame on you. Escape from me twice, shame on me. Escape from me three times, what's going on? Escape from me four times, this looks bad. Escape from me five times, okay, it's funny again. Escape from me six times, kind of not funny again, kind of fucked up. Escape from me seven times, now I look like shit, I lost my job, I have a family. Escape from me eight times, it's been 30 years. Uh, so he went from being a harmless, sort of honest criminal to a dangerous lying outlaw. So yeah. on January 31st, 1930, the Salisbury police chief, Lee Rankin, was told a man who appeared to be Otto was in the city. So he and Deputy J.W. Kessler head out to search for him, and they find Otto limping with one hand, so like that's him, and they confront him. The chief, quote, Otto, let me see your hand. Otto said, quote, here it is, damn it, and pulled out a forty-five caliber pistol. I love that he said, let me see your hand. Did you catch yeah. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting to see. What, yes, of course. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shitty, but it's still like, put your hand up where I can see it. 
So Otto says, here it is, damn it. It pulls out a forty-five caliber pistol and points it at the chief. Otto ordered the chief to get in the car. This is from the Burlington Times. Quote, as Wood climbed into the car with a threat to the men to drive him out of town or they would be killed, Chief Rankin leaped from the car and fired. The bullet struck Wood in the leg, and he returned fire as he leaped from the car. In the meantime, Kessler brought his gun into action and fired twice. Wood shot again, and then Chief Rankin set his second bullet, crashing into Wood's mouth and face. The charge, fired at close range, fairly blew one side of Wood's face off. Oh, wow. Shit. I I will not count him out. No, he's gone. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I'm ready to he, call this one. Yeah, he doesn't have part of his face anymore. He didn't make it. Well, I mean, he's really. He's, I mean, it's it speaks to the level of uh, the lore that yeah. he just so shot in the mouth. I'm like, I, I see him pull it through this. Imagine it's just now, easier now to identify. Guy, yeah, 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 exactly. Now he's yeah. a guy trying to escape prison with half his All face. All right, what we're looking for is a uh, limping, one-handed, half-faced charmer. <laughs> and some guy rolls And he town. won't leave through the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, guy, yeah. some random guy rolls into town with half a face. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm opening my business. I help people get half their faces back. <laughs> Not so fast, Otto. <laughs> Uh, so that was the end of Otto Wood. But his popularity just increased after the shootout. It was a Wild West ending to his crime spree. And then mm-hmm. he became a legend. He's still a folk legend in North Carolina today. Songs written about him, like all kinds of stuff. He's like, he's like he is now a Jesse James type, you know, right. character that people <laughs> Amazing. love. And, Otto um, Wood, if he could escape the day. Otto Wood, if he could. I'm just, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll come good. up with a good one. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, a lot of this I just took from newspapers, and then uh, Trevor Jackson McKenzie wrote the Robin Hood of the Blue Ridge, the life, legend, and songs of Otto Wood, the bandit. Wow. Shit. That's crazy. I mean, you know, that, that really is like a, um, you know, our, our obsession with celebrity and how it blinds us to reality is something that seems to be tougher and tougher in the world where we kind of like mix our actual livelihood with messengers who will try to accomplish what we want versus people who we just kind of are like, they're cool. And then we put all yeah. of our faith into them. Like, um, and it's terrible. Like the, what, you know, like what celebrity culture kind of does is like at this point just makes everyone think they look and, they look like shit and uh, are poor, um, you know, but uh, it's interesting the way that people like, like I remember when like one of the Jenner girls, like Kylie or whatever the other one's name is, was like $50 million short of being a billionaire or something. And so someone started yeah. a GoFundMe for people to donate to make her a billionaire. And it was just like, how is that possible? But, Celebrity just blinds people to reality, and this is kind of one of those stories. Even though he is charming and, like, a man of the people in many ways, you know, it is still, like, people are, like, on the side of, uh, yeah, someone who killed someone and keeps committing crime, you know. Again, not that, like, the police are the heroes or anything, but it's what celebrity does, how it kind of rewires the way people 
view things is so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan was a president because he was a celebrity. Donald exactly. Trump was president because he yeah. was a celebrity. It's it's a problem. And now, you know, the, it's not like Democrats don't do it I'll say also. Oh, yeah. You know, we we turned a, a Supreme Court justice into a, a celebrity. Uh, Kamala Harris is more celebrity than politician. Well, um, polit- it's a really it's a really bad they shouldn't be politicians shouldn't be known for celebrity. They should be known for policy. But a lot of these yeah. people are known for it, celebrity. It's, it's weird because it is. I mean, it's a lot. It's on the left and the right. I mean, it, it really is. It's weird because politics should be a popularity contest of your policy. It should yeah. not be that you're a celebrity because when you when you get into that, that's when you get into the, um, you know, when you when you can see no wrong. Like, no matter which side you're on, they're, they, both sides do so much wrong. And when you see the Democrats not identify the things that they do that are wrong, it, yeah. it really doesn't help the argument when you're going to tell the other side what they're doing wrong and vice versa. Like, you have to admit yeah. that, you know, like, these people are, I mean, yeah, they're, uh, the reason why our political situation is a lot like it is is because of the ability to feel the charm of celebrity. Bill Clinton's your mm-hmm. friend. He would never fuck you, you know? <laughs> like, um, he would fuck me. I, well, he probably... Sorry, wrong, <laughs> wrong example. Hi, Dave. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too, buddy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Slipping out of my shorts here a little bit. <laughs> yep, same. Uh, you come to YMCA often? Yeah, oh yeah. Every day. So, let's get those star- showers nice and steamy. I'll yep, make you better. Yeah, let's shower it up. Mm. Rub some Bill. Mm. Bottom my lap. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird though. It's it's well, you, you know, know. Obama, Obama became a celebrity, and yeah, and it's what it's what I think they do. It, and, I mean, it's what allowed, in my opinion, it's what allowed people to just not really care that he yeah. didn't prosecute any of the people who destroyed our economy. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they're just like, yeah, he's our he's our guy, and you know, they're not celebrities; they're politicians, and no. they should be treated as such. There yeah. are no, there is no, there is absolutely no politician that should not be criticized. That's their job. You're supposed to go after they, them for what you want. Yeah, and they, you know, I mean, again, there, it's, yeah, like it's it's the same shit. I mean, they take tons of money from corporations and then go like, I'm looking out for you. It's like, no, yeah. you're not. Why would you? I mean, honestly, like, why would you? I understand your decision. You are getting money funneled into your campaign from places that have more money than I do. So, of course, you're going to go with them. I mean, corporations and are the, considered people. And then you get people who do it badly, like the the senator from Arizona who's just an idiot, this <laughs> This woman, what's her name? Cinema, uh, yeah. Cinema. Yeah. I mean, she's trying so hard to create a sort of celebrity thing around her, and Ugh. she she's just coming across like a moron. It is really, like watching a really drunk person try to stand up. It's just like, stop yeah. trying. You're yeah, hurting you're not, yourself. Yeah. It, you're getting <laughs> hurt. You keep falling and hurting yourself. <laughs> oh, so yeah. not everyone gets to do it. I mean, you do it to have a charm, like an Obama, uh, but, you yeah. know. Oh Some yeah! People, it's just a big oh yeah, fail. Ted Ted Cruz. I mean, Ted Cruz is a great Ted example. Ted Cruz is a too. great example. Yeah, but now <laughs> you look at him, and he looks he looks like a guy who uh, rolled out of a duck hunting, you know? Oh yeah, thing. Yeah. He, he his hair is the way it is. The clothes yeah. he's wearing, it yeah. is such a, a good old boy image thing he's creating. 
It's got like an old. It's got like an old uh, Confederate feel to it, and it's just yeah. like, wow, dude, you're really like it. Almost, it's almost like he went to a stylist. Like it's really. Well, crazy you knew watch. it was too much the other day when he went on the floor and he was uh, protesting a bill through a duck collar. It was. Like, <laughs> this, is this is not how you. I mean, do this, this fucker's like a, this fucker went to like fucking Harvard or Yale or some shit. Yeah. Well, they all do. The way that the way that they all go to. The, I mean, they are elites. They are elites, and then they're just like, "I want to shake your hand." You're like, "Well, he's just like me." It's like, no, he's not. He's nothing. Like he wants to kill you. He will kill you. He has talked about killing you. I one hundred percent. I I would almost guarantee you that that Ted Cruz went to someone who has styled him. He went to a person who does this thing, and he yeah. he paid them to come up with a new look for him. It is so transparently stupid that it breaks my brain every time I see it. It looks like he's doing an undercover boss on the Senate. <laughs> But well, it works. You know, it it's works. Worked for, it totally, it's worked forever in our country, as we can totally see. Totally works, we just which heard. is why uh, just the last serious thing is, you know, yeah, policy. Policy, local, local politics, and the policy of these politicians. That's just what do they do? That's all that matters. Yeah, it's all I care about. All right. Miss you, buddy. Oh, and uh, I just I get vaccinated. Yeah, go get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. You have problems with vaccines because of polio and all these other vaccines that you don't want to take. But if you don't want to get vaccinated, there's just things that you don't shouldn't get to do anymore. Like go to a show with a bunch of people. Like that's the choice you've made. And now you can potentially hurt other people. So, you know, it, this is the situation we're in. And so we'd rather people don't come if they're not vaccinated. Because you can't hurt people for whom it's not a choice. They just can't take it for health reasons. So those, those are people that we have to now look out for. Australia's different because Australian is going for zero COVID. This is about America where we're like, whatever. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I mean, I know that's going to bum some people out, but, you know, it's just um, this is a different world now. Uh, so thanks for listening and uh, come to the show in England and Ireland uh, this uh, Saturday. Get a ticket on online. Go to the dolloppodcast.com for the ticket link. Hey there, people listening to the dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this this podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy. The Gareth Army to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. 
Bristol September 22nd and Cardiff September 24th and then in November I'll be in Australia November 10th almost sold out I think I'll be in Melbourne Australia then I will be in Northbridge Australia on November 15th Adelaide November 16th Canberra November 17th Brisbane November 18th and then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets Garmy let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.